0: On this episode, we're turning it all over to our favorite guy. Mikey is taking the mic for this one as we discuss wedding florals and everything you need to know. Don't miss
1: this episode as Mike talks about how to get the most out of your budget. You're listening to The Ring, The Bling, and All The Things Podcast. I'm Christina Stubblefield, one of your hosts, along with my two good friends, Michael Gaddy and Sharon Rumsey. We are here to get you from down on one knee, down the aisle, and into Happily Ever After. Our informative episodes deliver valuable tips, trends, ideas, and advice covering everything from you saying yes to the I do's and all that happens in between and after. Now, let's get started with this episode.
0: I've been looking so forward to this episode because Christina and I are both guilty of not letting our co-host always have enough words to say. Enough time to say all the words he wants to say. say. But this episode, we are going to, I am going to, and Christina is going to turn it over to Mike. I have so many clients that ask me questions about florals. Why do they need them? How can they make the most of the money they're spending in their florals? And why do they cost so daggone much? So, questions answered. Now's your time. Set back. We are um, going to have our co host, one of my besties. Um, he does not toot his own horn well enough. So, I'm going to toot for him a little bit. <laughs> toot, toot. Um, Michael Gaddy owns Lloyd's Florist. However, he is so much more than just a wedding florist. He does full service floor, florals for all kinds of events. He is an award winning um, float creator for the Rose Bowl Parade multiple years in a row. Um, actually, got to see um, his work on TV this past New Year's. And oh my gosh. So I can't wait for you to say his other
1: acclimate. Go ahead with he that. He has one.
0: lots of letters behind his name. And I'm going to let him. <laughs> Tell us about that, and I want, um, Michael, I want you to tell the all of it. I want you to really, really let our clients know what goes in to becoming a professional florist and the training you've had to have and the certifications you've had, and let us learn a little bit more about what you do today.
1: Mike, we want to know all the okay, things. Okay, I thought
2: I was going to get some words in.
1: <laughs> Sharon <laughs> took two minutes, so it's your turn.
2: No, as what she's talking about in initials and things behind my name, it's uh, I am Michael Escaddy AIFD, uh, KMF, and CFD.
1: Are you going to say what she originally thought it was? No, <laughs> no, I'm okay. not.
2: So AIFD is stands for American Institute of Floral Designs, which That's was right. a um, course that there are about mm, four or five thousand people in the United States plus all over the country, that has this certification. So it's worldwide. Um, CFD means Certified Floral Designer, and KMF is Kentucky Florals Master, which is a, I have taken a course in the state of Kentucky, and got those letters. So, yeah, I feel like a doctor, but, you So know. you
0: didn't just hang up your shingle and say, oh, I'm a floral no, designer.
2: No, no. Okay. But one thing you did talk about is uh, talking with brides and why they cost so much and all that good stuff. But as everything in the world today, everything is going up. The main thing is when we have our brides come in, our main thing is we want to work with your budget. And as you know, we do that, Sharon, as close as I can. Sure. Uh, the one thing is, you know, you know, when our brides come in, they bring us their Pinterest board and they'll say, I like this. I want this. But what I try to do, and they tell me their budget, what I try to do is get that same look and not use the same flowers. For an example, peonies. Peonies are not available oh, all year round. Oh, that's my around. favorite. And we can incorporate uh, cabbage roses instead of peonies when it's a different time of the year. Uh, There's different products that we can use, you know, to give you that same look with a lesser price. But I'll be honest with you, the prices of everything is going up so much. uh, You're just going to have to expect to pay that price. But let me say this, you know, the first thing that they come in and they say, some brides say, that's not flowers aren't my thing. It's not a big part of my wedding. You never notice the flowers. I have to honestly disagree. I mean, just like when you go to the wedding and you have a caterer, if the food sucks, your guests are going to remember it. Right. If the decor sucks, your guests are going to remember it. Right. If the DJ is not good, your guests are going to remember it. Now, flip that around. And if you say, not saying that you have to spend an arm and a leg on flowers, but Any kind of decoration, such as vases with candles in it and greenery, there's a way that you can turn a ballroom into an elegant room without spending lots of money. Uh, You know, we talked about this on another episode. You know, we try to make you or help you save money, but sometimes it's not always the vision or the things that you think would help you save money. Just like we mentioned earlier, you know, you're going to move one thing from Mm -hmm. from the church to the reception. I don't recommend that at all. I'm not saying I'd never do that because sometimes it has to be done that way, but I don't recommend it. When it comes to uh, your florals and uh, planning for your flowers and becoming getting your reality and your dream and your vision, the best thing you can do before you even come see a florist, and I'm not just talking about myself, is get your Pinterest board together. And just because you bring us a Pinterest board, we're going to elaborate on that we're going to change things, we're going to make your look. Because I don't like to have, I don't like, me personally, I don't like to post, uh, you know, on our Instagram page and our Facebook page. And we don't want all of our weddings to look alike. Right. We want your wedding to be special and different than anybody else's. So, I mean, that's why we, but the big part about that is all of you are looking at the same Pinterest boards. So I understand that, oh, I've got to have this. But what I recommend is when you're looking for your Pinterest or look, starting to plan your wedding flowers, use unique colors. Don't, you know, when you search popular wedding flowers.
0: Cream, blush.
2: Yeah, and that's the first thing that's going to come up is cream mm-hmm. and blush. Put in and type in your color that you want. And you're gonna get more creative and individual ideas than you would for the whole, everybody looking up their same thing. Because that's how everything starts to look alike. And sometimes it does look like that with our shop. You know, you'll, you'll I post brides of our pictures of our brides every week. And sometimes the bouquets look the same, but we try to do something different in each one of them.
0: Well, and I love what you were just saying. And I've done enough bridal appointments with you that I know you can achieve the same look maybe with different flowers um, to help control budget a little bit. But as a wedding planner, how do I best educate my clients? What percent of their budget should we allow for florals? Cause I know that it's gone up.
2: Mm -hmm. Usually it's, it used to be like eight to 10%, but really you're looking right around 10 to 12% uh, with the price of, of things going up, you know, you, look, you go into the grocery store, bread is higher, milk is higher, everything is higher. So you just expect when you come to your local florist and sit down with them, things are going to be a little bit higher. But you've got to also think about the time. You know, I sit down with that bride, we go over everything that she wants, starting with her bouquet all the way to the reception. After you leave, you know, then we've got a week of planning, such as ordering flowers, we have to do that three weeks out, believe it or not. We have to order all those flowers three weeks out. And then we're constantly contacting Holland, Ecuador, California, to make sure that that product is good. And This that, is
0: the part that we never yeah, see. Yeah, you don't see right. that.
2: And I've always said I would love to take a bride, sit, sit her down, go through like what you and I do all the time with them, and then that three weeks before, fly them to Hawaii, Holland, Ecuador, and follow what that flower takes place to get to right. Lloyd's flourished in Louisville, Kentucky. Because, I mean, it's on a jet. It's it's you, Well, just for example, last week I had a wedding, and I ordered a box of um, ginger. They all came in frozen. Oh, my goodness. So we had to back up. And reorder all of that because of the weather with it being four degrees, you know, UPS, right. not down in UPS at all. It's just that it probably got stuck on a, a pad, plane, somewhere, a plane yeah. somewhere and couldn't get off. There's so many details. That a lot you of have,
0: variables that you yeah, have to juggle. That you
2: have no clue that we deal with. It's just not like going down to the, the flower market and picking <laughs> them up or going to the garden and picking them out of the flowers. Oh, let's make a pretty bouquet. It's, it's not about that. Uh, It usually takes us, our team, 15 people to get the flowers processed, made, delivered, set up, and also coming back at midnight after the reception's over and tearing everything down. But it doesn't stop there. On Monday morning, what do we do? We have our three vans. We unload those vans. All that product has to be cleaned, repurposed, restocked. And then turned around and got you're ready talking for the about next one.
0: Containers, the, yeah, the containers, the, the, the bases,
2: the you know, candles drip. Can't I mean, mm-hmm. everything has to be cleaned and restocked. And when you're for the talking about a
0: team, you can't, you know, you couldn't just put me down in the basement of Lloyd's florist and say, Sharon, make this beautiful centerpiece. I don't have a clue. So you're you're having to hire professional floral designers, are you yourself doing these things? And those people command a wage. For Mm -hmm. their training and their experience. So I think a lot more goes into the cost of wedding anybody ever knows. Than anybody ever knows. And I know another thing that you've taught me is um, I love the big, tall. You know, I'm a wedding planner. So I just am obsessed with the big, tall, over-the-top, full centerpieces. Mm -hmm. But you've taught me you don't have to have those on every table. What do you recommend if a bride is really trying to watch her budget but she wants that that dramatic she wants that boom
2: well so for an example if you have if you have thirty tables uh I wouldn't even recommend doing a two or three hundred dollar arrangement on all of them or even half of them I would split that in threes do the third of them tall then do the medi- the next one's a shorter one and then the next one the next ten maybe even something even ch- a lot. Some hurricanes with some Some candles. Some hurricanes with a candle in it. But still, you're getting, as your guest walks into the reception, the wow factor from those large ones because you're going to have them spread all over the room. Well, and
0: I love, you know, since you've taught me that, the look of a reception room when everything isn't the same, when the height's varied and everything's balanced out. And again, that's where that professional floral designer comes into play. I would have never known that had you not taught me that. Plus, you can look over a room and you can see. Mm-hmm. You can visualize what that room's going to look like and where you want those taller centerpieces to go versus the smaller. And, you know,
2: and that's where the wedding planner comes in. Well, She'll send us a diagram, and we will jot it all down. So when my team gets there, we just did this, this weekend, the, the bride's mom sent me a diagram mm-hmm. and said, where do you want the big ones? Because actually they were going to do the smaller ones. Uh-huh. So we marked it, and I told her table... Three, five, eight, ten, yeah. twelve, and then we came in and did it, and they did the rest. So it made it so much easier by having that floor plan of that diagram of that reception. Absolutely,
0: and I know we think of our floral designers just when we think of flowers, but I know that I bring my the floral designer in on everything. I just sent you an email last week asking you to help me select linen colors because I. I really know the vision this bride wants, and I just wasn't able to find a linen that I felt like really Mm -hmm. pulled it together. And I respect the creativity and the training that floral designers have to have that vision. I'm a very logistical person. You're a very creative person.
2: Well, and that's one thing we do. You know, we see the whole vision. Either you can see it or you can't see it. I can see the whole vision, no matter if With it's just the flowers, flowers the, the linen, linens, the, yeah. the chairs, and everything, because every little detail matters. Matters, it really does. But going back to the designers, you know, when it comes to wedding work, we have designers that specialize in bouquets. We have designers that specialize in centerpieces. We have specialized people that do boutonnieres and corsages. So I really have four designers that does different parts of that wedding. So you've got. You know, when it comes to designing the wedding, including myself, bringing it all together, and then also have five other people working on it to make it, and then we have other people delivering it, taking it, and tearing wow. it down. So, so there's, there's a not lot of just detail. like
0: a floral designer who's a wedding florist. There, it's even sub-specialties, like I'm specializing in bouquets. Yes. That's un- I, I didn't even know that as I much as I I actually have a really
2: good you. designer, and if, if, if I'm not doing them, she's doing them. Uh, I have another girl that does all of our boutonnieres and corsages. I, I usually take care of the church and the reception. Uh-huh. But now I've got a new girl that does all the centerpieces.
0: Well, and I know another thing that, that a lot of couples don't think through is that professional designer is there on, on, for your setup. Yeah. I mean, when Lloyd's yeah. does a wedding, you're usually there.
2: Yes. I I try to be, 99% of the time, I'm at every wedding setup that there is. Now, if it's something that we just have to drop off, mm, I might not be there for that. But if it's something that we have to set up, I'm there for
0: it. Or a production that you have to put together or assemble. Or or...
2: maybe a room flip. Right. I'm always there for that. Yeah. So, I mean, we've covered a lot today. And um, I mean, I just want to bring awareness of how much a florist is that does put into it and what we can put into it and take out of it so i think it's very important to for the brides to know all the detail that Well, i think
0: one it. of the main goals when we decided to do our little baby podcast ui and christina was we wanted to educate couples and i think that this it all you know every specialist on your wedding team is a specialist, and I think that it's important to understand what has gone into that person becoming an expert in their field and what all goes on behind the scenes that maybe, you know, we don't realize. So I appreciate the information. You're so, so good at what you do. I I mean, just blessed to have you working with my clients and um, can't say enough about hiring a professional floral
1: designer.
2: Well, thank you, and I enjoy working with you too.
1: Well, I tell you what. I didn't want to interrupt any of your conversation because I felt like it was going so well. You all click like no other. Until uh, we
0: bicker like brother and sister.
1: Correct. But, <laughs> you know, but I, I take a bullet for him. I have been fortunate to know Mike for, I don't know, like all the way back to maybe the early 2000s. And um, I can tell you one of the things that stands out to me is how much praise and appreciation that I've heard over the years from not only engaged couples or married couples, but from other wedding professionals, from venues, because it is like Mike treats every event like his own. And that is so important when you embrace an, a vision and really help bring that to fruition. So you know Mike and his entire team, as well as Pam, well, she's a saint. But Sharon, that's another oh, Lord, conversation. She,
0: and not she's very, very good at what she does. And if if you're in need of men's formal wear, she's hands down the she's your person girl. to go to. Yeah, but she's a saint for being married
1: to Michael. Correct. But back to the praise <laughs> I was giving him, since we're going to end this on a positive note. In all honesty, if you're doing some type of event, uh, Sharon mentioned it in the beginning. You know, it's it's not just everyday floral work; it's not just weddings. Him and his team have been part of small and large projects. Well, and
0: I mean, not not to again end it on a sad note, but uh, we lost somebody in my family um, this past year. That I mean, just send us all in a downward spiral. It was unexpected. It was horrible. And uh, just knowing I could call Mike and say, hey, this is super important to us. Can you take care of it for us? And when he said, I've got you, I didn't worry about it again.
1: Well, and I because think because I knew he did. And that's a point, too. I think sometimes people think of Lloyd's Florist just as a Weddings, wedding designer. Yeah. Um, but Mike and his team at Lloyd's Florist can do all types of occasions. I know recently you've even done a baby shower. So it, you're there for the good times. He's going to be doing another one soon. Yep, mm-hmm. And the, the bad times that we don't like to talk about. But having that full service florist for us here locally in the Louisville, Kentucky and surrounding areas is truly a blessing. So kudos to you. I know you've been doing it for many 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 years and I know Lloyd's Florist has celebrated 50 years and hats off to you your wife and your entire team
2: well thank you very much so
1: thank you for all for listening to this episode you can always connect with Lloyd's Florist as well as our podcast on social media or on the web and we hope you enjoyed this conversation and we'd love to hear your feedback go to our website hit the contact button or you can find us on social media. Until next time, everyone, have fun planning those weddings, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Ring, The Bling, and All the Things. If you liked what you heard, make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcast platform to get notified of upcoming episodes. You can also visit our website, ringblingallthethings.com, where you can join our email list and get notifications about new episodes and other information. You can also follow us on your favorite social media platforms.